This is Katie Manning, and you're listening to Traveling the Vortex. Sounds like fun. I think I'll do that. Traveling the Vortex. Side trip. We've joined the doctor and landed at Gallifrey One. I don't remember what this one's called. I'm Sean. I'm Mel. I'm Michelle. Hello, everyone. Awkward. Look <laughs> <laughs> at this. I'm, I'm, I'm rusty. I haven't done this in a year. So, today was day one of Gallifrey. 25, 25 glorious years? 25 glorious years. 25 glorious years. And uh, is joining us. Michelle from Canada. Hi. Ontario, not Vancouver. <laughs> Which I knew, but I just keep mentally moving her in the, in the confines of the country. So Vancouver's very far away from me. I know it's very, very far away from you, but for some reason my head just goes, nah, you're, you live here. <laughs> so this was this was your first galley trip. Very first. And what were your what were your what were your impressions first day? <laughs> Really interesting. Um, we started the day with the, uh, the the glorious panel. The glorious, which the opening ceremonies, ish, ish. <laughs> and actually, technically, we started with getting her badge this morning. Yes, yes, uh, yes. We started getting my badge, my first since she flew in late. Three ribbons before I even got my badge. <laughs> Our thanks to, uh, to to Jerry and Megan who had ribbons oh, and, yeah. and provided her before people. She had ours in there. Before breakfast. she even had a badge. Yeah. She had ribbons for her badge. So my first badge is the Traveling the Vortex badge because I got it first. Aww. It's quite awesome if I say it's so myself. So. And you got to see the, uh, the the Glenn Bartlett Memorial Burger King booth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Glenn. Had to point that one out. And then uh, we did the the, the glorious. And that was, I have to admit, I didn't realize that there was as much history to 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 Gallifrey as what they laid out. The fact that their first con went miserably, you know, fifteen thousand fifteen thousand dollar in debt con, and they had to hold another one just to kind of keep, <laughs> to, to try and yeah. recoup some of that money. So that yeah, it was really well. kind of born out of necessity. That was really interesting. That con was only a few weeks after I was born. That first one, May 1990, was only a few weeks. So it was like right in between when me and Brittany were born. So we we're also celebrating 25 glorious years for you then. Well, almost. Because I'm turning 24 in May, so I don't really get the math. How does that work? Gallifrey one and me started the same year, the same month, and yet it's. It turned 25, 25 and I'm turning 24. Were you I, sick a year? <laughs> so, I was trying to look through the, the um, in the program to see, like, how that, like... What the math was. What the math? What's the math on that? Maybe they snuck an extra con. I was going to say, maybe they got an extra con in one year. <laughs> we have to go through our program books and read Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm kind of thinking we need to get Sean on the program, because he sounded very... You know, just just the history of Gallifrey, I think, would be an interesting podcast to do. But um, now, Mel, this was obviously your, your third now. Third. What, what were your kind of 
perceptions I on the day. I think the math is is that they started uh, with two in ninety one. So it's like two. So the second they started number two the year I turned one. Uh, and then one two. So then it was like one two. Two, three, three, four. Oh, five. I know why. I know why. It's because you don't count your first year. Well, their first yeah. year is the one. First year your first year is zero. zero. Yeah. That's how that yeah, works. That... Boy, we spent way too much time on that. <laughs> um, it's Traveling crazy. the Vortex, where math is not yeah. our strong suit. <laughs> yeah. So. Because I noticed, because, like, their first one was in 1990, which, and, and it was zero, but it was... One for them. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. Now, now you can feel better. About <laughs> the math the math makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, so. this was our third year coming to it and I I wouldn't call myself a pro, but I'm a lot more comfortable than what we were two years ago coming. Yeah. And they switched things up this year though. They didn't do opening ceremonies and uh or Gallifrey one oh one. They kinda of put those two um, panels together, and that's what they called glorious. Um, Just glorious. Glorious. Um, this um, year, they called that panel this year, and uh, Sean kind of gave everybody an overview of, uh, and had the whole crew up there, or most of the crew up there that um, kind of runs Gallifrey or Galley, and uh, it was interesting to hear the history. Yeah, it was interesting. You, uh, maybe I'm wrong. You seem to be getting a little emotional during some of that. That when and when Radio Bruce Farrow came out and started talking to to Colin, I, I would kind of glance over at you, and you, you seem to be doing a lot of covering your eyes. Is, is that? It's just it's it's exciting being here, actually being here, right? Because like I've only ever heard you guys like your uh, tales yeah. of it. <laughs> You're you were talking about it on the podcast, and now I'm actually here. I'm actually experiencing it and being and like, it's too much. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it different than what we described? I don't know if it's that. It's just actually being here in person, experiencing it for myself rather than secondhand through a podcast. Yeah. Right. And I gotta say, there's a lot of new people this year. I mean, there's there's a few people that we totally recognize from being here for the third time. But there's a lot of new faces. A lot of new faces. Well, when, uh, oh, I forget his name, um, Director of Operations, he asked, how many people do you use as your, your, your first galley? I would say a full third, third. if not half of the room, had yeah. their hands up. He said, keep your hands up. And we took a picture. Yeah, he took a picture of all of us. Yep. You know, so, I mean, I, I think that's, uh, you know, I, I think it's cool that you've got some of the, the "Quote unquote core people who have been coming and coming and coming and coming, but then you're still getting that influx of new people who managed to get their tickets and get in and, and, and be able to experience it like you. I, mean, yeah. I think that's that's great. Yeah. So then we sat in on Radio Free Scarrow, mm -hmm. our competition. <laughs> no, they're not competition. They're, no, they're, they're, they're far they're, superior. They're, they're, they're far superior. <laughs> Thanks, hon. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against you Radio guys. Radio Free Scarrow is a totally different podcast. Yeah. Well, they are. Well, they are the. They're the 800-pound gorilla of Doctor Who <laughs> podcast, first of all. I mean, they've been around forever. And I have nothing but respect for these guys. I, I, I totally just geek out on the fact that they do what they do, and they do it so well and so much better than us that, you know, just absolutely they are the official podcast. Of course they are. They could no, Nobody else could well, be. 
So, you know. Like, they're the official podcast of Galley, and Galley's kind of the official convention of the show. Like, and, Other than the BBC yeah. run ones. And, and who was it that said, was it Colin Baker? Or who, who one, one of the guests up there on the panels that we were at said that, um, oh, it was one of the three. It was Paul Cornell, I think. Yeah, Paul said. Cornell was, he mentioned and said that Gallifrey is the Doctor Who convention it's that people talk event. about. He said the event. He didn't say a event. He said the event. I mean, the event of the Doctor Who yes. fandom. He says, when you're talking about going to a Doctor Who convention, you're talking about Galley. Gally. This one, Galley 1. And then he was like, the, the hashtag is, and he was telling us, one of them, the other ones, is, you tweet about this to send pictures, and here's the hashtag. <laughs> Which is how like, he came up with. Yeah. It was his hashtag, so, so it was cool. Um, so then you had your first glimpse of Colin. Now, this is not your first glimpse no, of Colin, obviously, because you met, you my met first, Colin way my before. First meeting, I first met Colin back in... August, and I like, but I remember like my first time like like uh, they had the celebration as artists they like in a signing area they on the show floor because like, they like they had the in the north building they had two big show floors and like um so in the north building and like when you come across from the south building you come. Uh, there's a hallway and you can see down onto the show floor so you, from, you can see from the hallway you can see all the celebrities with their in their area and stuff so you so, got your picture taken so, with him and his autograph yeah. then so like so what, the first time like I went I was down on the show floor and I saw him and he was at his table I'm like oh my god it's Colin Baker he's like right there and then I got my photo with him on uh, the first day, which was the Thursday, because it starts on Thursday and goes to Sunday. So I got him Thursday evening, I got the photo, I went, after I picked up the physical copy, I went straight to his table, got him to sign that and the picture of the 11 doctors that I have. So got those signed. So that was out. Got that out of the way. So how did this compare with that? I mean, obviously that was a personal experience being able to meet him, and this is him on stage in front of, yeah. you know, 1,500 people. Well, I also saw him on stage at that convention because he had a panel on Sunday, I believe it was, that I went to, where he read uh, the Rings of Akatan speech, and I was like two seats away from the guy who gave it to him. And like, like I was seven rows back, so being there for that was so cool. Any different stories this time? Um, well, there was the one that he told, he, one he told at uh, Fan Expo that he didn't tell here, which was about filming uh, Trial of a Time Lord, the scene where he comes up out of the desert, and um, had to learn his lines. He had to learn his lines phonetically backwards so he could say it as he was being pulled down into this water tank. Because they they filmed it where he's pulled back down into the water tank, and there were people below holding his ankles to make sure he didn't float up. And it took three takes, and he only had four costumes. So, and your thing. He, so, so he he told that one at. Well, that was really interesting. 
Now, what about you? This is your first experience with old sixty. I got to admit that um, I have a totally newfound uh, respect for Colin Baker. I uh, seeing him on panel and seeing him um, interact and talk with the crowd is just amazing. I just totally shocked on how he was, and I'm like I have total new respect for him and totally appreciative. And I can't call him pudgy face no more. (laughs) (laughs) Not that you ever been mean. No, but. He's never been one of my favorite doctors, but now, you no, know, but he, I totally... He's, he's been through so much, and yet he's still so loyal. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and I think that's exactly what hearing him talk about it up there on stage and interact and act, meeting with him. Well, when, when Sean and I went to take his picture, the froggy photos, the way they had it set up is you come in from the right, and you get up onto the left or right of him. Well... Colin was distracted by something shiny on the left, so I came up upon him on his left, and about that time, Sean came up on him his right, so he turned right to see Sean and thinking, this is the next person that I'm taking my picture with, and he wasn't paying me no attention, so I tapped him on his shoulder, and he, he kind of startled, he goes, wow, you just kind of popped up there, there didn't you? <laughs> well, get on in here, we're taking two pictures, you know, so he's... And then he did, he threw his arms he, around us, yep. and... I think maybe 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 it's not quite this severe. I suspect just the little interaction that I've had with you is that your appreciation for Colin has grown after meeting him in the same way that Glenn's appreciation for, for McCoy. So and that's where I was going with it. Now I'm not gonna say that he's now my favorite doctor by any stretch of the imagination, but I really appreciate him more as the sixth doctor, and I won't forget he's the sixth doctor now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I get I get four, five, or uh, five, six, and seven, or which okay. one? It five, six, and seven mixed up for some reason. And now he will always be in my heart and known as the sixth. So you got that experience now. Yes. Um. So we we, we did that, and then um, we kind of got separated because you stayed uh, around for the I, rest of the radio street. I stayed, yeah, I stayed for the rest of the radio free, and then I went around the dealer's room for a bit, and then I started, I went for a bit, um, the, uh, from concept to screen, but then there was something else that I wanted to do, so I watched that, I don't remember where it was, but, um, yeah. And we went and did our, our pictures with Colin, and then we also wound up in the dealer's room. So we must have just uh, been kind of orbiting at different stations around. Well, there. I was um, nearby when you were arranging that interview with uh, John Levine. So. Oh, in the dealer's room? Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> yes, spoilers. It's not a done deal yet, guys. Don't get too excited. But, but if you're listening he, to this, we. He agreed for tomorrow at 1. We, we are supposed to meet with Mr. John Levine. You heard it here. Benton is going to be on the podcast, so get your questions so. in now. <laughs> quickly. You, you quickly. quickly. Tonight, tonight, if you can, because you can send them to me via tweet, and I won't get it. The signal in the Marriott oh. is horrible. Yeah. Okay. Except for Miss AT&T yeah, here. Okay, yeah. no problems We've whatsoever. got to discuss that. Last two years, Sean and I had Sprint service. And we're able to receive some text, not necessarily send, but we could definitely receive. And when you stepped outside, you could send. This year, 
<clears throat> we switched over to Horizon just right before we came here. Not necessarily and for this. No, not for this. <laughs> <you> <laughs> different know, reasons for doing just, that. But uh, I, I've got to say that uh, yeah, Horizon is worse than Sprint <laughs> at Galaxy. Now I we for, did take a poll, kind of a who do you have for service, and it's a resounding AT and T across the board. Now, for, interestingly enough. Uh, according to one of the people that works here, we have it on fairly good authority that we believe that AT&T is the one that installed the cell tower on the building, on the, on the roof of the building. Oh. So for those of you thinking of coming to Galley, AT&T. AT&T apparently would be the way to go unless you want to be stepping outside every five minutes to update your tweet stream, which even outside mine wasn't doing it. So we're no, in a total today. dead zone, which is weird for that whole can you hear me now bit. It's yeah. no, I It can't. was bad this year. <laughs> So that was frustrating. But yeah, if you if you have questions that you would like us to ask, uh, uh, Ian, um, John? or John, Ian Levine, John, John Levine, uh, <laughs> get them to me quick, 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 ASAP, and we'll see what we can come up with. So then, uh, Mel and I did uh, most of our autograph hunting today. We uh, we got just about everybody knocked out that we wanted to, and uh, and felt pretty good about that. And uh, once again, a, a great price list. I think for, yes. for the autograph hunter, I don't think anybody was was really resoundingly outside oh, of my yeah. price range, um, except for one that I'm still on the fence about. I'll yeah. probably talk more about that tomorrow. But <laughs> and you, you got? Uh, did you do any autographs today? Or Not just? today. Um, thought about it, but um, I want. I'm thinking like at least the companions that are here get them. At least, and Paul McGann, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do but, Paul McGann again. But I'm uh, waiting till I get my photo off with him. You gonna have him sign that photo? Yeah, and the eleven. And the eleven, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But you did some shopping. You have a lovely dress. Yes, a lovely Tardis dress that I'm wearing right now. It's got um. It's weird because the police public call sign is below the windows. Well, it acts like a belt. It breaks up I know, the waistline. The, the, the police public call line is the, the belt, and the uh, free for use of public is a, a pocket, pocket, which is awesome which is, on a dress. Which is, which is perfectly sized for my phone. <laughs> it looks... Now, obviously, you've all seen the TARDIS dress out there, in, you know, that one. And, and this one is different because of the fact that they've realigned it. I told him that like kind of almost has an Alice in Wonderland quality to it, because it's got blue shoulders and then white panels, uh, mm -hmm. you know, a kind of a Tiny blouse white look. Panels. <laughs> it's just you know, I, I really like it. I think it's I think it's pretty sweet. It's almost like a hoop skirt too. It's got the real round. Yeah, it's got um, like that foam or I don't know, it's something firm around the edge of it around that kind of holds it out. Around the edge, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of like one of those hoop skirts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you see anything else down there in the dealer's room that you were really googling um, over? There were some things. They have uh, the thick of it, the all four seasons for eighty dollars. Oh, uh, for Capaldi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I, and I'm, I'm I'm considering that because I want to kind of like I want to see that and for Capaldi. So I'm um, sure you can get that. On and there was. Shop, a, <laughs> um. Maybe, but well, because it's a British thing, so it's maybe it's not available yeah. in North America. So this might be my one chance to pick up that. And there was like this um, 
the official dictionary, which is like a doctor dictionary, but it's like all like narr- as if it was written by the doctor, and he's talking about all like talking about various things. No, I didn't see that'd be kind of cool to read through or skim through. I'm still stuck on the the Genesis arc. No. They have, uh, the one guy, he had a table full of Daleks and they yeah, had a, yeah, the, the Genesis that. arc thing. I was like, it was like um, the, you can actually pull it apart and put a Dalek in there too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was actually not far from the table where the. the oh, yeah, it was the, just around the table. It, 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 it was like, it was the. Um, like, if you're walking towards the doors, it was on your right and. So, first the table with all the books, including yeah. and DVDs and whatever, and then the table with all the Daleks and the Genesis arc. And well, and the I've got to say this year, I'm totally impressed with the different uh, pictures that are available. Um, they've always had um, vendors or dealers in there that had, you know, pictures of the different guests or you know people in general for sale. And this year, um, well, the prints that we bought. A couple of the prints that we bought displaying the different doctors was, I mean, they had everybody from first did to eleventh doctor. Did you see the um, the fake money that they used for Runaway Bride that was available for sale? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, there was um, there was a. Uh, it was like actually not far from like, by the all the prints of all the people. They had a like in a display case, and there was a uh, one that was like pretty not relatively cheap. That like it was just the bank note, and then there was a much more extensive one that was signed by David Tennant. Ah, yeah. Very cool. So then we uh, we kind of wrapped up our uh, our, our con evening with a, a pair of panels over in the main programming room. We did um, the travels with the doctor. Which had Victoria. We had Victoria and and Jamie. We had Captain Yates and Joe and Joe. Joe. Well, it was Joe, Joe then Captain yeah. Yates or Joe yeah. then Captain Yates and then um, Perry, Perry and, and Adric and Rose and Rory. Rose and Rory. Uh, so we had companions from four different eras uh, of Who, um, and I thought that was that was an entertaining panel. Katie Minnie was a, a who. She, she, so. she like, I was um, by her table when she was signing in the dealer's room, and she I saw her give hugs to like a couple people. And she, she said she didn't get to hug. She wasn't allowed to hug nearly people nearly enough. Like, yep. She says, "I'm sorry. I'm a hugger and a kisser." <laughs> That's well, okay. And, like I think because from what I heard, her handler didn't like it when she hugged people across the table or something. <laughs> so she, she 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 said she wasn't allowed to but she I did see her hug a couple of people so we got one. Yeah. I got a hug. Yeah. And then uh, And a kiss on the cheek, which was awesome. Billy Piper showed up and was able to be on the panel, so that was awesome. And she had just gotten there a little um, earlier that afternoon. So. There was some drama with I also, that. I, had, I also went to the Big Finish panel beforehand, which was interesting, with uh, Paul McGann and Daphne Ashbrook. And, um, was Katie part of that one, too? Because uh, I know Paul she's McGann, done some. 
Tracy Childs, Chase Masterton, Jason High Gallery, and Daphne Ashbrook also showed up. It was a, but she, like she's not listed in the program, but she was there. She's done some big finish. She has done some so. big finish. Well, she and uh, Yiji are doing that uh, from the vault. Is that the yeah, name of that one? Yeah, I, I think so. So, and um, they were at one point they mentioned that Big Finish is going to be fifteen next year, and Palmyra was like, "Will there be a party? <laughs> <laughs> like, can we have a party?" <laughs> so, and the answer was basically yes. There will be a <laughs> party to celebrate Big Finish's fifteenth anniversary next year. Nice. Or this year. Yeah, there was some drama with uh, with Billy. Look, she yeah, apparently this was year, sick. Um, the big finishes this year. Paul McGann started. Paul McGann started. Um, Paul McGann's fifteenth will be with, with big finish will be next year. I think. Wow, he's been there fifteen years. Yeah. Wow. So. He's wow. had a really good working relationship with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, he was excited when we got when we got his autograph and reminded him that two years ago we got him to sign. And he remembered that he was remembered. the amazing thing when we told him that we had you, we had you uh, sign the big finish shirt. He goes, "That was two years ago, wasn't it? It was yeah, here two, he two years ago. It. Two years ago now, wasn't it?" We were like, "Yeah." Yep. Which that was cool. He got real tickled too about uh, the uh, we we joked on the podcast the one time about Night of the Doctor and the fact that you know. I figured it out, and he said, "What?" Well, I said, "Well, we got you for the one movie, you know." And then they realized how awesome you were, and that they couldn't let Whovians have that much awesome. So we had to scale it back, and and had to take you away. And then 16 years later, we were six allowed minutes. to have six more minutes of you because it was that awesome. I said, "I don't know if you heard it across the pond, but there was a pretty collective squee over here, and it still hasn't stopped." And he had the biggest grin on his face during the whole time of that. So that was he, he, he dug that. He laughed pretty hard. So I appreciate that. But Billy showed up. She was there. There was apparently some drama. She was sick. Uh, they got the the message. What do you say, Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. She she apparently came down with the flu and didn't think she was going to be able to make it. And uh, then Sean got sick. Uh, <laughs> from, from the news, the news. <laughs> and then apparently she said it's screwed I'm coming anyway so uh, there have been several you know I hope I get infected by Rose Tyler tweets that I've seen going around yeah it would be a while and we were standing there in line for um, Paul McGann's autograph as a matter of fact we were standing in line for his autograph we heard someone across the hall from us say I be, would be my pleasure to be infected by Billy Piper <laughs> it's like we're really so uh, you know, a word to the, uh, the World Health Organization if you're out there, you know. <laughs> it's all Billy Piper's the, the, fault. The Center for Disease Control. If there's a sudden outbreak from Los Angeles that, uh, you know, the flu virus starts flooding across uh, airports, it's Billy's fault. <laughs> so That was a good thing. She, she looked a little, I don't know, she, I, I, did you think she looked a little out of it? Because she kind of kept, you know. Cuddling up. Cuddling up and, and whatever she was wearing that. I couldn't tell if she was really out of it or if she was just on drugs. She <laughs> <laughs> probably had cold wait, wait, Was she out of it or was she out of it? <laughs> but she, she did Although, get to talk um, about her inter crazy. interaction with uh, the war doctor. Yeah, with John Hurt. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Although um, Fraser Hines had mentioned on the panel that he and uh, Arthur Darwell were the only two male companions to show their legs, <laughs> but that's not true because Turlow was in a speedo. That's true. I think somebody on set said that. They think they said, well, "What about 
what about Turlo? And they said, oh, it doesn't count because of this. I mean, we're the only ones that wore skirts or something to that oh, effect. But. Oh, the skirt. Yeah, I think it's if, just you, if, you, if you adjust it to they, they're the only ones who wore skirts. Yeah. yeah well, I, 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 th- I think we're going to have to include Mark Strickson in that group of, uh, of oh, male companions who have shown their legs. Now, I don't even think that's true because we did get a few shots of Captain Jack, didn't we? <laughs> when his clothes got evaporated. Yeah, yeah it's true. Pretty sure we saw some of his legs. <laughs> Frazier, I think you're full of it. I think we're just going to have to call shenanigans on that whole coin there. Yeah. Chrissy will let us know. Chrissy will defend him. She'll like, no, Frazier's the only one that yes, ever showed his legs. He's the only set of legs she'll remember well, anyway. <laughs> well, he did, he did say him and Arthur Darville. Yeah. So. Oh, but Chrissy so, will so, say it was just Frazier. <laughs> just say Frazier. Frazier's calves. That's all I remember. Yeah. True. And then we, after... Sarah would remember Arthur Darwell's life. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mark Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Strickson, someone's remember his legs. Um, after we got done with uh, that panel, we continued to sit there and uh, listen to Colin Baker's panel. So, and, and that's where I totally gained some more appreciation for uh, Colin as uh, the Sixth Doctor. It's an interesting... Um, love-hate relationship with Sylvester McCoy, it seems like. The, 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 it's the, evident in, in the five-ish doctor. I mean, they're, they're, they're good friends, and they can josh and, and, and carry on, but there's also a little bit of an edge there. Just enough of a poke the bear with a stick kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's about like with uh, Katie Manning and uh, Nicole. <laughs> they were poking at each other on the panel, too. Yeah, they were a little bit. <laughs> It was all. It was all good fun, though. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Colin, I thought gave an amazing interview, and we saw Tony Lee, who's who's conducting he, the interview. Sean leans over at me. He goes, "That's the guy I was trying to see last year, and I could never get him to sit still." <laughs> now, now you know why you can't find Tony Lee at any of the. Uh, he's never at his table. Never at his because table. he's up there interviewing Colin Baker. Is, is how that works. <laughs> and by that stage of the evening, we Mel and I were pretty tuckered out. I think we uh, we, we were ready to we. we so, <laughs> yeah, we got a one-track mind there. Uh, you stayed around for, uh, for Toby Hook. Toby Hook. My stepson stole my sonic screwdriver. Yeah. And how was it? It was, it was really funny. Um. Something you'll be buying on uh, on DVD once it's released down the road. I mean, does it rank up there with like you know Bill Cosby himself and uh, uh, who's your favorite comedian? Jeff Foxworthy. I don't know. I'm throwing comedians out. <laughs> I don't really. She doesn't do comedians. Doesn't do Not comedians. really. But this is this was Doctor Who themed comedy, so. So therefore, it's different. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, good first day. Good first day. Tired, but good tired. Yes. Which plans tomorrow? You hitting the getting the autographs? Um, Doing the pictures. I think I'm gonna try and get yeah the companion autographs at least. Because I think, um, well, like I said, I'm waiting for uh, Paul McGann the, the photo, getting my photo with Paul McGann before I get him to sign anything, so that way I can just do just one through walk through one one walk through his line. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sounds good. That's well, the other cause, thing. Because I, I did the same thing with. Colin, I waited till I had gotten my photo taken with him, although that was more of a sense of 
I'm not sure I can handle meeting him right now, but I had the uh, photo op booked, so I knew I had to meet him then, so I, I spent some time, like, at a, because there was a food court in the on the show floor, so I spent some time at a table where I could look at see him at his table. You were a stalker? No, I was like, <laughs> she stalked Colin Baker. A bit. A bit. A bit. Um, so I, so I, I just, I sat there at the table kind of getting mentally prepared for... See, at least you had that. I didn't have that with Paul McGann. I about passed out after I had a hug with him and about died. And it was like, oh, Paul McGann, please! So, yeah, so I spent time on Thursday afternoon mentally preparing to meet Colin Baker. So. That's good advice. I really think that's good advice for people. Chrissy, mentally prepared to meet your favorite celebrity. So, just just to clarify, Michelle thinks it's a good idea to hide inside the mailbox across the street from where they live and, and, and just kind of scope it out because you have an excuse. You're going to meet them at the con next week and you know, you can rummage through their garbage. Uh, and, and, uh, I don't think all that detail was no. in there. <laughs> no, no, just well, because it was he was in an open area because like it was you could see him from the show floor. Like oh, so you can spy him in public. <laughs> <laughs> that works. That's better than yes. Yeah. I'm twisting her words, making it worse yeah. than it is. Yeah, but you should have known that was coming. You've listened to the show. I should have. Um, but yeah. So, so you've got Paul tomorrow, and then we've okay. got um, got a couple of panels that we're going to be doing. Well, we've got well I should say doing. We're not. I'm actually. We're not doing any doing. We're not on any panels. We're not, no, no, we're not. We're just um, which I'm kind of torn on. It's, I, I, and there's a part of me that really kind of misses that from last year because it was such a fun experience that you know we sit around and do the podcast, well, and according to my mother, there's thousands of people listening <laughs> to us, and so you kind of get that gratification of knowing somebody's listening. But it's different when there's a room full of people, <laughs> when you can see the people and you can see them, and they're listening to you, and you know you say something, and they're nodding their heads or they're shaking, and you're like, oh, well, it's a little yeah. different. Well, I did um, some panels at Reverse Polarity, the Doctor Who podcast I went to at the beginning of last November. So I did my, those two panels, and as like I noticed, as the panels, the more I did, the more comfortable I got, and the more I talked. Like, yeah, I didn't. Like the first one was the fifth Doctor panel on Saturday, and I didn't, like I did some, but not as much. And then by the my third one, which was the Science of Doctor Who, I was just blabbing away. <laughs> it's easy once you get loosened up. Yeah. But I kind of miss not doing that this year, but at the same time, I, I, I kind of enjoyed having a little bit more of a relaxed schedule and knowing that we can just do this mm -hmm. and. Yeah. I've enjoyed being able to um, leisurely get our autographs. Well, it sounds weird to say that because today was really our front load. Yeah. Let's get everything done that we can. But today, you know but. what? I didn't, you know, this being the third year out, it wasn't a, okay, get out of my way. I got to get here. I was standing there in line and they, they goofed up something with Colin Baker's autograph line and said, well, you got to do this. And then they changed it and said, okay, no, if you did this, you got to do this. And I'm like, eh, I don't care. I'm going to get his autograph or get his, my picture taken with him. That's what it was, his picture. His so I'm like, eh. You know. and, and, well, I, honestly, I think this year, because all of the guests are in the dealer's room signing, which I thought when I first saw that, I was like, oh, this is going to be a disaster. Because the dealer's room's packed enough as it is. 
cramming more people in there to get autographs. Really, it's gone very, I thought, very well. The only the thing that was a little weird is when they get your froggy photo, they dumped you into the dealer's room, and you're like... That, I think, is a mistake. Ah! You, you exit the photo studio into the back. Oh, you you part through the, the curtains, and you're in the dealer's oh, room. So now you're stuck in the dealer's room. You have to get back out again. That's the only thing that I think is a little weird about it. Um, all of the stuff, and even the, the kind of goof that they made with the photo lines, it was they had that better. worked out, and they remedied it pretty quickly. I yep. think they've done a really outstanding job keeping kind of the traffic flow going, and, and whereas in previous years, we've kind of felt like we've had to run all over the, the convention hall to get from point A to point B to point C. Putting it all in that dealer's room kind of has focused everything, and it's, I, I think it's actually been pretty and, um, easy to get through it. I've not been... Arthur and Billy are across, right across from each other, their tables. Yeah. Yep. Separate lines, so separate, you still have to get... Separate you know. lines, but like they're like right there, so you can go from one to the... from getting one autographed and then straight to the other one's line, yeah. kind of thing. So... We'll, we'll, we'll see tomorrow how that works. But we I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Other than the, the, the Colin Baker photo line, which we were in initially, which that was kind of the big, there was a huge cluster while they were, were getting that fixed, and then they, they fixed it. And then we waited, I don't know, what, maybe 15 minutes for Paul McGann this, this time out to get his autograph? Maybe 20? Yeah. It wasn't very long. So those are the two longest lines we've stood in? Yeah, this, this is so far has been a piece of cake yeah. here. So. Like I said, this has been a, a cakewalk compared to the last two years. That's Maybe it's just that we're more seasoned. And, we know and I'm wondering now. if that's not it, is that because we've been here the third year out, and, and I'm like comfortable with it and not freaking out over, oh my God, i got to get this done, oh my God. You know that squirrel shiny, look look at this and look at that. You know what I mean? I'm still doing that. And you walk down the corners. Well, I know, you walk down the dealer's room like, oh, that, and that, and that, and that. And then you and, see the headless robot walking down the aisle. Like, oh wow! Come here, stop! And the, the cost of cosplaying this year has been amazing. Oh, I know. We already saw someone dressed as Capaldi yeah, and got a picture. There's been there's been a lot of war doctors. A lot of war doctors, which I've I kind seen, of expected. But I've, um, I've seen two. The one that I got one, the picture. There's of. one here in the hotel. hotel. We, 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 he was coming on the elevator when we were getting off um, earlier. And uh, he said he'd be around tomorrow, so I got to look for him. And then you're right. There's been. Uh, I'm glad you flagged him because we'll get the photo posted. I saw him. It was in the companion panel. I saw him, he was like just in the row behind me. I'm like, gotta get a picture of him. Gotta get a picture of him. And then you were right there when I was like getting, gonna get the picture. And he's like, he's got a better camera than my <laughs> iPad. May as well get shot to take the picture. So, and I actually got in on that picture because I was wearing my TARDIS dress at the time. Yeah. So TARDIS doctor made sense. And we saw him at uh, Lobby Con, but he, he, he was a little too quick for me. I didn't have the camera quite ready and he was gone. I was like, oh, well, okay, I'll catch up with him yeah. later. So I'm glad. And then, glad so, you like, I, I flagged him and then I flagged the guy dressed as Peter Capaldi. And I actually had to chase you down because <laughs> you were like, gone. Well, and then I was expecting you to come up on the outside aisle, but then you crossed over to the other aisle, and I'm like, no, you need here. So I had to chase you down. To I'm get sorry. The picture. I tend to have my blinders on because because I am easily distracted by squirrels that I, I have to I have to focus on things. Yeah, I think the plan for us tomorrow is to get pictures and but do yeah. a couple panels. Yeah, I think that's really now that we've got kind of the shopping part of it done. I have a couple other things. Yeah. Um, we're going to spend tomorrow, we're going to talk to the people from Tiny Roll Games about Doctor Who Legacy, because I tracked them down. 
and uh, we're gonna do a couple panels, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna just take photos of everybody, and uh, maybe put something together. Hopefully, get to talk to John Levine, knocks on wood, and uh, more surprises. So, anything else? First day. All right. Well, with that, I think we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, for traveling the vortex, we have special correspondent Michelle. Bye. We have Mel. Bye, guys. And I'm Sean, signing off from Gallifrey One. Night, everybody. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied. <laughs>